You're listening to The Jay Barker Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. More important than what you do. The only way that you're going to have any kind of success in your life, you have to buy into a process of what it takes to reach a goal. How can I be the best I can be at what I do? How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? Can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life, and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, but without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. You have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in? You're tired or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should? I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult if you're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you got beat on the last play, that can't affect the next play. That's breaking you. Your frustration is breaking you. What does it take to break you? We should help others. We should serve other people all the time. You cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you to live. Go live a good life. Be a good father. Help other people. Accomplish something of significance. Make a difference. That would be my message to everybody here. Make a difference and help everybody's spirit in a positive way. God bless you and roll tight. Jay Barker led the Crimson Tide to a national championship in 1992. Winner of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and a finalist for the Heisman Trophy. Voted the SEC Player of the Year and was drafted by the Green Bay Packers. Also seeing time with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. He is the winningest quarterback in Alabama history. 35-2-1. Member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Jay Barker brings that same championship quality and football expertise to his own radio network and show. Joining him is Lars Anderson, New York Times bestselling author, 20-year veteran of Sports Illustrated, and professor at the University of Alabama. Live from the AVX studios in Birmingham, Alabama, The Jay Barker Show. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Jay Parker Show. Matt Poulter. Jay's taking a couple of days off. Uh, Well-deserved and earned. There's Lars Anderson, if you're streaming. He's to my immediate right. And uh, top of that guy's head is Alex Bauman. We'll be talking to him later. He is our uh, intern. And also, Chris Wall from Sports Illustrated and all is with us as well. We'll welcome him in in just a second. But yesterday, having been... National Friendship Day. Did you honor it in any form or fashion? Mm, no. Called a guy I hadn't called in years. <laughs> you did? Yeah. Absolutely. I thought How did it that was go? appropriate. Uh, he's a Democrat, so it went horribly. Uh, <laughs> that's such <laughs> a joke. That's a joke. It's a joke. Please understand. That's, you know, you're sitting, you're sitting next to one. Uh, oh, I'm fully aware of that. That's why. And you're sitting next to an R. Uh, and that's exactly why we don't discuss that. However, <laughs> Lars, is, is this just goofy? I thought since yesterday was National Friendship Day that today should be National Enemy Day. So <laughs> who, who 
would you just, what, what's the guy's name? The the NFL writer? Would that be your Mike Florio? Mike Florio has actually been putting out some really good content uh, about the Deshaun Watson uh, saga uh, because he's a lawyer. And he's viewing this and writing about it uh, with clarity uh, about these. And there's some complex legal, legal legal ramifications for Deshaun's behavior and legal issues going on. And I think Florio's done a pretty good job. So he's not really my... He's not top of your list today. Not today. He could be there later today, right, though? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, I do have a list. I do. Right, have- we are actually. I, I decided, uh, as someone uh, driving the show, we are going to get into that later. But uh, I gotta, I gotta figure out. I gotta find the list. Well, but I, 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 I gotta I, find I, the list that I can actually air because uh, many are probably aware that there's some that. However, I'm in an outstanding mood. My daughter, who I don't see very often, came in from Texas. God, they got there at 2.30, 2.30 in the morning. You know, Lars, how late that is for a guy of my age? It's like I, I should have taken a nap and then gotten up, but I didn't. I watched the game, watched the Braves. It was all great. So uh, I'll be in a uh, delightful mood through the end of the week. Okay, uh, Chris Walsh from Bama Central. Who is on your enemies list? <laughs> oh, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. You're on the friendship and the enemy. Well, he answered list. that rather quickly. Yeah, yeah, he he did, answered that yeah. too quickly. <laughs> no, you know what? Chris and I are, we're allies. We, we've, uh, <laughs> we, we've, I don't know. Actually, you've helped me out in the past much more than, I don't I can't remember. I probably have not ever helped you out, but, uh, <laughs> uh, you've, you've spoken about, you've spoken to my classes multiple times and, uh, I'm sure you've given me phone numbers and, and I, I I will say, well, there's one person that you and I mentioned the other when we were talking the other day, Chris. So he that that person's on the list. I uh, can't name him by name, Aww. but but I'll say this: for the most part, uh, uh, people in the media here in Birmingham and all throughout Alabama, I feel like we get along pretty well. At least, you know, I, I'm not doing the uh, the the grind that you are, Chris. But for the most part, it's pretty collegial, isn't it? Uh, for the for the most part, and it's also I well I, I got to be a little bit diplomatic right now because I'm the president of the Alabama Sports Writers Association, and Lars is actually going to be speaking at our at our convention on Sunday in Birmingham. So officially, I love everybody, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and they love you. What okay? What does that entail? What are your responsibilities for being the president of that organization? Um, the big thing is organizing the convention and awards banquet this year. It's our 50th anniversary. So I kind of went in it with the thought of, well, let's try to make it the most memorable evening that we, we can. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be pretty, um, a, a pretty remarkable day and that we're doing, um, Two people are being enshrined in our Hall of Fame, Cecil Hurt and Mark McCarter. We have somebody going in the Hall of Honors, which is basically our Hall of Fame for people who are not in the organization, so non, non-journalists. non And that's Vic Knight, the um, media icon out of Mobile, a uh, senior bowl um, guy. 
that well, at least that's what a lot of people know him from. And then we're doing the 50 Legends, um, you know, to celebrate the 50th anniversary, and that's going to be pretty amazing, I, I think. And we've got most of them are going to be there. Uh, you know, obviously a few of them have um, passed on, and I think there's there's only one who said he's definitely not going to be there, and there's another who he just kind of left this hanging, if, if you will. So, uh, but other than that, yeah, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a really, really special weekend. Lars, you better have your game face on. What? When you're speaking to this group, I know that's a rather, the 50, by the way, I've told you this, this will probably be the fourth time, Chris, what you did <laughs> with the 50 top sports writers was just outstanding. And I wish you could just give a free backstage pass to a sportscaster that I could sneak in there on Sunday. Is that allowable? Uh, I know. You ink, you ink stained <laughs> wretches won't let a hairspray in. Oh, well, I didn't say no. Maybe, maybe if, uh, you, you know, you just kind of, hey, you could buy a ticket. It's <laughs> so here? funny you say that uh, that phrase. One of my editors at Sports Illustrated, you know, I'd, I'd pitch an idea. And he'd be like, well, I'm not saying no. Yeah, but you are. But, hey, Lars, can I be your and one? Of course. Wow. A lot of free food. Oh, I'll drive. Is that okay? Um, no, you'll be fun. I'm, I'm going to talk uh, long-form writing, book writing, and uh, and then, you know, just – I feel like there's so much talent in, in that room. Uh, it's a rather difficult audience to – uh, <laughs> something tells to, to me you will play it. well. Yeah. Uh, and well, on this particular occasion, you should really be honored. I'm honored that, yeah, I, yes, yes, I'm honored that Chris asked me to do this. But, um, okay, Chris, so you, you can't name any 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 enemies on your uh, on your list since we're going uh, anti-best uh, friend day? Anti-best friend day. I got to think about that. I, you know... But I, I'm I'm Irish German. I can I can hold a grudge really 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 well. <laughs> so I mean, there are a couple people that I mean, if I brought it up, I mean, it's 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 stuff that goes back a long long time, um, and it takes me a while to get over oh, yeah. it. Now you, you know, yeah. Now you put it so, that way. There's definitely I can I can think of like four people right, right off the bat that are they the wheels turning. Yeah, now. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so are mine. Uh, but of course you can't like. No, uh, you know, you, you know, you know why you can't say it publicly, and and this is for real. You can't say it publicly because those people will turn around and stab you in the back again. <laughs> yes, or the fourth or fifth time. So, you do have a, a list, Matt. Yeah, but uh, and you know, is it people in the is people in the people in the industry? Or people in your personal life, social life, uh, industry mostly. Yeah. Um, because I mean, let's I mean, face it, it that's I, who you spend the majority of your time with. Yes. Am I incorrect in, in stating that most of us in sports journalism, whether it's you know television, broadcast, print, uh, I mean, just print really exists, uh, writers, uh, seems like people get along here pretty good. Yeah, more so. I mean, people in New York. I mean, that's that's a different animal, right? Uh, uh, 
gosh, the New York Post reporter and I like really got into it. Like, you know, it, it's just uh, Fistikoff. No. Um, I mean, there have I mean, I've seen confrontations it, in press uh, boxes, of Fish, course. Oh, I've I've seen it in the broadcast world too. Is was it Fisher Saban like or no? I mean, I mean, I've had several issues with Clay Travis over the years, and I, it, you know, I it's like I don't even want to talk about him because uh, I don't want to give him any more uh, oxygen or thought. But he wrote uh, years ago. He wrote a a piece about how to get away with murder. And um, it upset me because uh, 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 guns have played a very prominent role in my life and in a, in a way that uh, I absolutely hate guns. I hate guns. And here's Clay laying out, and, 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 and frankly, murder has not has played a role in my life uh, and uh, not not a good role. And so, you know, I, I just mentioned that over Twitter, and uh, <clears throat> this is like right back in the time when first got on Twitter, and then Clay just came after me, guns blazing, and all of his idiot people <laughs> who, who who believe in, in uh, Clay Travis. But anyway, uh, yeah, so we'll move on from that. I probably just went way yeah, too long. Yeah, you, you're, you're about to make me regret bringing up non-friendship day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's cool. Hey, uh, Roger Hoover, we hadn't talked to him all week. We're going to dial him up from Crimson Tide Sports Network in just a moment, and we will talk about him, uh, him and continue to talk with Chris Wall about all things Crimson, as long as that's okay with you. Yeah, we good. All things friendly. Let's get back on the friend train. Yeah, probably shouldn't have. Especially since I'm in such a good mood. Uh, you're listening to the Jay Barker Show. Lars Anderson, Chris Walsh is with us, and so is Alex Bauman. We will be back in a flash. You're listening to the Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. The best sports talk in the state. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Partially sunny. A few spots could see a shower or a thunderstorm this afternoon or early tonight. The high today, 88. The low tonight, 63. Tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds with a few showers likely. Maybe a strong thunderstorm. The high at 89. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 78 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Seconds by Roger Hoover from Crimson Tide Sports Network. Want to welcome everybody into the show. Jay's taking a couple of days off. Good for him. Lars, you're taking some time off. Uh, when you're head of the beach, I know how much you love the sand and the <laughs> surf. No, and, no, uh, no time off for me. All right, well, uh, got to keep, got to keep working. I'm actually uh, talking with Ryan Leaf after the show. Ryan and I are uh, working on a book proposal together, and we're really close to being done. And uh, hopefully, that'll be finished by. Friday, uh, maybe early next week, and and who knows? Maybe this time next week we'll have a we'll have a book deal. 
Well, I hope we're the first to know. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, Ryan, he's lived an extraordinary life. Uh, and uh, I think there's a lot of themes in his life that are uh, applicable and uh, almost instructive to people who maybe aren't even uh, football fans. Because it's really about his his personal sort of journey uh, going from the biggest bust, biggest draft bust in NFL history uh, to uh, abusing drugs, stealing uh, to uh, support his habit, going to prison, hitting, I mean, bottoming out and then transforming his life. And, and, and Ryan is, is uh, uh, doing very well now. He, he's been sober, clean for uh, a number of years, and, and uh, just uh, he, he's inspirational, frankly, and uh, in just everything he's been through. Another one of the biggest busts in NFL history is Demarcus Russell. Would you agree? Yeah. There yeah. is an extraordinary story, and we will touch on this yeah, later. Yeah, in, in, in the Players' Tribune. I saw that. Oh, yep. Wow. Uh, gut-wrenching. But, uh, okay. That being said, Roger Hoover from Crimson Tide Sports Network is joining us. Roger, it's the gang. It's Chris Walsh, Lars Anderson, and myself, Matt Coulter. How are you? Doing well. How are you guys? Good. What do you do once baseball's gone? Are you headed to the beach, or are you going to... I don't know, Nantucket? Where are you headed? <laughs> yeah, it's an uh, interesting time of the year to try and because uh, you, you never plan a vacation uh, if you're a baseball broadcaster like I am uh, with Alabama. Hopefully, you'd like to uh, get back to the regionals, get back to super regionals. So uh, I've kind of got the next uh, few weeks to clear as could be, but uh, definitely taking deep breaths uh, because we know football season is going to be here before we know it. <laughs> Roger, um what just looking back on Alabama's baseball season? I know we kind of did this last uh, last week. Let's do it again. Uh, just your sort of a twenty thousand foot perspective on where the program is, and uh, and 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 also how's recruiting going. Well, recruiting, we still don't know a lot about because of the Major League Baseball draft. Uh, Alabama, like all SEC teams, recruits the very best of high school baseball and also recruiting high school baseball, uh, the Major Leagues. And I think kids more and more these days are playing college baseball. So, you know, it used to be you'd go into it, uh, you may have 10, 15 players in a class and, you know, a handful, you know, eight to ten would always get drafted. Now it's a little less. So um, we first all have to make sure that uh, no players that are signed with Alabama end up uh, going to the major league draft uh, once their name is selected because a lot of them hopefully will be uh, maybe some late-round picks once scouts and major league teams know that players are committed to play college baseball want that college baseball experience. They'll usually stay away from those early rounds, really good money. So I think that's the main thing uh, with recruiting. Is it's been good. Coach Mahanan has really liked the direction. Uh, Alabama's been taking on the recruiting trail, but you always have to make sure that, uh, you know, once it comes to draft day and all of a sudden, you know, the St. Louis Cardinals call you, the New York Yankees call you, and maybe that was your dream your whole life, it's tempting for a lot of kids to sign. But I think he's in a good spot with that. Uh, And then looking back at this season, I think the injuries really took a toll. It was another year where 
uh, injuries to the pitching staff, and specifically not having Connor Prelove available, uh, really jumbled the rotation a little bit. And we even saw that spill over into some of the midweek games that Alabama played. And uh, Ben Hess was injured before the season began and couldn't pitch until March and really had to go through the ups and downs of uh, making the adjustment from being a high school senior that was dominant to sometimes struggling in uh, SEC baseball. He had to make that adjustment on the fly. Uh, in some of those midweek games that Alabama lost that ultimately hurt the RPI and hurt Alabama's chances uh, of making it to the NCAA tournament when they became a bubble team. So I, I think that was the biggest thing for me. And then the offensive inconsistency, uh, you know, some really up-and-down performances by players that previously had played at a really high level for Alabama and guys you hoped would take a next step forward this year uh, didn't necessarily do that. And that was uh, something that was not – present all throughout the lineup. I think Andrew Pinkney took a big step forward. Caden Rose certainly came on as well, but just some inconsistencies at the plate really hurt what this team could do. Rogers, Chris Walson, I kind of want to take it to the next step, uh, step, if you will. You know, transfer portal obviously comes into play. We've already seen a, a, a name um, that you know a lot of fans would recognize is going to is already entered his um, his name in the portal. I'm wondering, is the feel like there's going to be a lot of turnover or a little turnover, or, or how do you think it's going to play out? I think it still remains to be seen, Chris, uh, especially since uh, you know that player you talked about put his name in the portal, but we haven't seen a new destination, uh, anything just yet. And there's always the opportunity that he'll come back. Uh, we've certainly seen that in some other sports. So I, I think we still have to kind of wait and see. And we also have to see, I mentioned the Major League Draft uh, in regards to recruiting about high school players coming to Alabama. There are certainly some players on this roster that are going to get some opportunities from the Major League Draft that's coming up. And whether or not they return uh, is going to be a big factor in how the roster looks, how much rebuilding will have to be done. And this was a roster this previous year that also was helped built up by the transfer portal, specifically uh, Dominic Tamez coming in, being the everyday catcher after he transferred in from McLennan Junior College, Tommy Seidel transferring from Harvard to Alabama, and then Gary McMillan, who became the ace of the pitching staff uh, was a transfer as well from Shelton State. So I know Coach Mahannon and his staff will be really aggressive on the recruiting trail, trying to make sure they have the best roster in place. But there are a lot of unknowns, whether it is the transfer portal or the major league draft, even with guys that are currently on this roster. We are all acutely aware of the fact that you work for Crimson Tide Sports Network and uh, do a fantastic job. So, if I ask a question that you can't answer because of your relationship there, please, we will uh, certainly respect that. But are there players on the Alabama baseball team that are getting money from a collective or NIL? I mean, is Rawlings called uh, called up and said, hey, I got $10,000. Anybody driving a Bentley yet? <laughs> I don't know about a Bentley, uh, but we uh, actually, Brad Bohannon talked about it in the fall with Eli during an episode of Hey Coach saying that at that point there had not been uh, any money yet towards Alabama baseball players from name, image, and likeness. I'm not sure how that changed uh, throughout the season. I didn't see much of it on social media, and that's normally where it goes uh, for players like baseball and like softball. Obviously, you've seen Montana Fouts has done. So much of that is through social media. I haven't noticed it a lot uh, with Alabama baseball players and the High Tide Traditions Collective is just getting going really for this upcoming season. So I think that'll be something to track next year for sure. Roger, um, all right, let's, uh, let's, get, let's get personal here. Um, 
Absolutely. It is is Enemy Thursday, by the way, Roger. So if you have any enemies or what was it on Seinfeld? Air your grievances. Yeah, it was uh, Festivus, the airing of grievances. Festivus, yeah. Yeah. Uh, But yes, because yesterday was National Friend Day, and uh, Matt has uh, singularly declared today to be National Enemy Day. Do you have any enemies? Do you have a list? Here's one thing, and I've never understood it. I've been blocked by the official Auburn Tigers account. Uh, for the last five oh, or wow. six years, and I have no idea why. I don't think I've ever, you know, added them on Twitter. I don't think I've ever gone on a rant, uh, you know, of any kind <laughs> during a football game or otherwise. Uh, I noticed it randomly one day. I was uh, doing some different work, and I wanted to see what their official release was on something, and I realized that Auburn Tigers had me blocked. Now, their sports-specific accounts have not blocked me, but I, I guess it's just because it says, you know, broadcaster for the Alabama Crimson Tide in my bio, but uh, that's when I was like, okay, this rivalry really is as intense as it seems. They won't even let me see what they're up to over down there down on the plains. So uh, that's one that comes to mind immediately, and I've even asked some people around Auburn Sports Info, and they're like, yeah, I can't believe that would happen, but yet it's never changed. As a kid growing up, was there a team that you just despised? Good question. That is a really good question uh, because even you know the team you would think I would have I hated despised, the Steelers. Like, great. Yeah. You hated the Steelers, yeah. I I gained an appreciation for those late '90s New York Yankee teams. Uh, so that's a really tough one because he, I grew up a big Chicago Cubs fan, um, but I never hated the Cardinals um, because I don't know. Like I love the home run race between McGuire and Sosa. Maybe the Brewers every now and then when they were really good, but there honestly haven't been many teams I've hated. To that degree you you've brought up an, another topic for enemy thursday and we're going <laughs> we'll continue this on the other side of the break uh roger really uh what is literally in your alabama broadcast future over the next couple of months are you are you waiting on football Kind of waiting on football. We are uh, running a social media show on Thursday afternoons at 2 o'clock uh, called Crimson Drive, driven by Tuscaloosa Toyota. That uh, We have some different interviews uh, from all across athletics. Uh, Alabama track and field is still competing in the NCAA championships, so I have an interview today uh, with Dan Waters, the head coach of the track and field team, uh, also with Cannon Claycomb, who finished up a great season on the golf course for the Alabama men's golf team. So I'm doing a lot of different social media interviews and uh, keeping kind of a pulse on what's going on with Alabama football. We're usually talking with uh, media members as well on that show. So that show goes once a week. We'll take a couple weeks off in July and then bring it back once SEC Media Days happen in Atlanta, and I'll be in person for that. So uh, we're kind of just taking a deep breath at this time of the year. Again, March and November is my busiest time of the year, and it's days like uh, this and weeks like this when I'm like, all right, this is what this time of the year is for. This is the end of the yang of that time of year. So uh, definitely a good time to catch our breath and get ready for what we know will be a really fun football season. Hey, kickoff is less than 100 days away. I do you know that? 85, I think. 86? I'm getting ready. Roger, you would, do you know the exact? It's what? 80. I don't know the exact date, but uh, sure. I know it's time yeah. to get ready for my pregame show because we <laughs> yeah. go on three hours prior to kickoff, and you know that's you know so my kickoff it feels like is even sooner than the fans' kickoff coming up. <laughs> so you must you must love those 11 a.m. kickoffs. Uh. 
Does anybody? <laughs> well, I actually get to see some uh, college football at night when that happens. So, uh, yeah, usually I'm yeah. – because if we go on air at 11.30, I see nothing. It feels like outside of Alabama's game, I don't get to catch any part of it with the pregame and postgame responsibilities I have. So, it's all good. Roger Hoover, thank you. Thanks for playing Thanks, on the radio. Roger. You got it, guys. Thank you. We'll Roger see Hoover. You bet. Crimson Tide Sports Network right here on the Jay Barker Show. Jay taking a couple of days off. Lars, Matt, Chris Walsh with you. I love that question. Who did you dislike? Particularly when you were a child. And my whole world was Green Bay Packers. Atlanta Braves. I already know. I know who you dislike. The Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Yeah, not as much as you think, though, because you know why? Stallback and Landry. It's it's hard to hate those guys. I asked Roger Stallback once uh, if he would write a forward for me. He gave me the Heisman. Did he really? It was a book about the 1941 Army-Navy game called the All-Americans. That, that's and another I, part. And Roger would have been a perfect person to write the forward. And I even said, hey, I'll basically write it, and then you can review it. And uh, No. No way. You're an Army man. Nobody said <laughs> oh. I'm a Navy person. My dad, 43 he, years. He was a Navy Yeah. yeah. Uh, then he should have written the forward. Uh, I, I think he wanted a king's ransom for it. That wasn't happening. Like he was desperate for money. Um, All right. uh, That brings up another part of this topic as we will continue on the Jay Barker Show. You're listening to the Jay Barker Show live from the AVX studios in downtown Birmingham. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option. High-intensity focused ultrasound or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continue training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating, nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic and wellness. I called 205-909-7373 and scheduled an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at WilfordChiropracticAndWellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. Balance your brain. Balance your life. 
Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson Recliner dealer in the country, and Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds built by Siebel's and made up with some of their best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to Siebel'sCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at Siebel'sCottage.com. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There he is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan.letterC. Letter O. Well, I started out. You big petty man. Yeah. Are you a petty man? Yes. No, I'm not a petty man, but I'm a petty guy. Uh. Oh, how you, you, uh, you You and Jay with the double entendres. What does that mean? <laughs> All right. Welcome back to the Jay Barker Show. Jay's taking a couple of days off. Lars Anderson is with us. Also, Chris Walsh from uh, Bama Central. Uh, and we're going to get to the enemy part of this segment. But first, Chris, tell people what you got on your front page today and how people can find you. Uh, we are Bama Central, your Sports Illustrated home for all things Crimson Tide and Today on our front page, we have an exclusive interview with the new gymnastics coach, Ashley Johnson, which is kind of funny because, uh, you know, it's when she was a gymnast, I did a big, huge, huge feature in her back then. And, and now she's back, which man, I hate to say it, but yeah, it makes me feel old. But, uh, we also have the latest news with Alabama. You know, it's, even though it's June, there's still a lot that's going on and, uh, it seems like there's never a dull moment when it comes to Crimson Tide sports. So come and check us out, please. Great. All right. I'm going to go around the table. I'll start in studio with Lars. And it doesn't necessarily have to be as a child, but we'll start there. You're a big Bengals guy. I know that. Obviously, Nebraska guy. You really don't have uh, an affection for any particular major league team, do you? Baseball? No. Um 
I like the Baltimore Orioles. NBA team, I liked uh, growing up. I liked the Celtics, but now I just absolutely love, love Golden State. Awesome. And, and, I, and I have liked Golden State because my favorite all-time college basketball player is uh, Chris Mullen. And uh, played at St. John's. Can, that beautiful, that like beautiful him. left-handed shot. He he is a he is the prettiest shot of any any player I've ever seen with my own eyes. And uh, yeah, so I've been a, a Golden State All right. guy for a long time. Going to go the other way. Who do you not like? And I want you well, to get vicious here. <laughs> I was thinking about this over the break, and uh, I, I was trying to. I'm trying to think of like this the, the most obnoxious fans that I have dealt with uh, over the years of, you know, you write something and you, you don't even think it's like positive, but then your uh, inbox becomes flooded with just uh, hate and uh, not a big fan of like Central Florida. Uh, their fans are just crazy well, like, you've got reason to hate them even more now with their movement, right? Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, the most most obnoxious fans. I had a really bad experience with uh, some Penn State fans. Really? Yeah, yeah. Have, have you been to I Happy Valley? The, uh, no, but I, I believe you're the first. Person yeah, it was uh, Nebraska was playing uh, Penn State, and uh, back in I don't know two thousand three or four, and. Um, uh, covering the game, and a family from my ex's side came up from uh, uh, Holders, Nebraska, for the game, and uh, it was it was uh, intoxicated college students at, out in this uh, parking area where it's on like a uh, out in a, a vast field, and there's no lighting, no lights out there, so it's really dark, and uh, they really uh, it was borderline criminal behavior. And uh, I, I know it's probably it, that's the thing. It's a it's a it's just a small it, it's a it's a very small group of people, but that now influences how I view sure. Penn State fans. And also last night, by the way, at uh, Penn State fans, uh, sorry, last night at the Boston Garden, the, the Celtics fans were out of control, right? Uh, saying "f you, Draymond." To Draymond Green, and afterwards, um, Clay Thompson articulated that just how uh, you know unclassy and, and despicable that behavior was because he's like, "Hey, there's small kids in attendance." But I mean, what what can anybody do to stop that when a chant rises like that? Well, you'd like, but to it's think Boston. That- I mean, Boston fans look. We, we Boston fans are are, are rough. Very. Uh, there's bad uh, fans as they are drivers. You ever tried to drive in Boston? I have. I've been right. in Boston many, many uh, times. So, yeah. Chris. Penn State. Uh, Penn State is right there. Uh, Oklahoma when I was growing up. But now I've really loved to, uh, or I've come to love Barry Switzer. Um, what a, you're talking about a character now. Yeah. Ooh, I Barry. Did, yeah. Uh, and, and the wishbone. Um, but, yeah. Chris Walsh from Bama Central is with us. Alex is uh, Alex Bauman is our uh, intern. I'm gonna g- get your thoughts here in a moment. But Chris, e- e- even as a child, as much hate as you could possibly have, who would the the team be? Uh boy, 
you know, I'm a, I'm a huge hockey guy, so the, the one that really kind of jumps out to me is the Chicago Blackhawks. Because, I mean, there were, there were nights you would turn on the game for, you know, say the Minnesota North Stars and the Blackhawks, and they come on the air and all you see are gloves on the ice because a huge fight broke out in pregame warm-ups. So that was an easy one, you know, for me. Um, but the, the fun thing for me, and I've talked about this a little bit before, is, you know, my dad was a huge sports fan, and he had people that he couldn't stand, you know, and I've gotten to meet some of them, and they're some of the nicest guys I've ever met kind of thing. And I wish my dad was still around, you know, because then I could kind of go back to him and say, hey, I met so-and-so, and guess what, you know. And I, I don't think he'd be surprised, but it, it's just been kind of fun for me. Um, and one of those guys was Kenny Stabler. You know, it's my dad grew up a Vikings fan, um, or my dad was a Vikings fan. He had season tickets, and then, you know, the Raiders just absolutely destroyed him in the Super Bowl. And, you know, he was just kind of like, he, he couldn't, he couldn't stand Madden as a coach, but he loved him as an announcer. And, you know, he couldn't stand Stabler, obviously. And Kenny was great, you know, <laughs> I mean, just charming guy, very charismatic. So those are the ones that kind of jump out to me. And then personally, I, I, I went to the University of New Hampshire and our rival was Maine. And, uh, yeah, I, 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 have a chip in my shoulder from the University of Maine ever since. <laughs> what's what's Maine's nickname? They're the Black Bears, but the they Maine, wear blue. It makes abso- Maine, it makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> the, Maine, the Maine Black Bears. Well, Doubt I, they've ever been mentioned in on radio in Alabama before. Uh, that's interesting. I, I don't think I'll live the rest of my life hearing somebody that hates Maine. Uh, How about you, Matt? Uh, I'm going to get Alex, and okay. then uh, we're going to flip it around. We're going to talk about individuals as long as i've got this hate thursday going guys you've interviewed or guys you thought about when you were a kid you didn't like still don't like obviously there are a lot of people that didn't like chris was just talking about a lot of people didn't like kenny staber but if you've ever been around him how could you not like him all right i know you're a big nba guy who's your nba team is it golden state or uh atlanta hawks atlanta hawks that's right your keychain is atlanta hawks but uh who do you not like uh, I mean, I, I didn't like the Warriors for the longest time, but I'm cheering for them this finals. Uh, I didn't like Golden State just because of how su- successful they were. And then when I got Kevin Durant, it really didn't make me like them. Boy, they were really, really good when that. <laughs> yeah, they could use like, Kevin Durant right now. Could, yeah, yeah um, they really could. So, uh, NFL, who do you like? Who do you not like? I uh, like the Carolina Panthers. Don't like the Saints. Really? Who that? Don't like it. Uh, how about Major League Baseball? I don't watch baseball. I mean, I don't. I don't have a team in baseball. Shame on you! I'm cutting your mic off. <laughs> um, uh, how about college sports? Duke, hate him. Wow, Duke hater. You know, uh, I think if you just did 100 people surveyed, I think Duke would be way up there. Oh on, yeah, on. yeah. I mean, it's uh, yeah, it, it's become a thing. But uh, all right, so how about you, Matt? Uh, well, you know, most I'm a reviled guy team growing up, and and I, it was hard to dislike the Cowboys because I had so much respect for Landry, Staubach, and Mel Renfro, cornerback. Uh, and I could go, I could just take a trip down. Make, um, believe it or not, up until recently, uh, I never really liked Tampa Bay. Uh, I say that they've like been terrible be forever. Though. 
Uh, why would you not like Tampa Bay? I mean, they have they they, you know they, what, really? they can't to be, be honest. A, they can't you, threaten. When they change from their creamsicle uniforms to the pewter and scarlet, is that what it is? Yeah, uh, I, that that turned me off. I'm sorry. I'm very superficial. Speaking of Tampa Bay, all right. uh, <laughs> my, my my buddy Mike Florio is just struck again. All right, all right um, we're going to hold no, that. No, no, no hold on. Let's let me say really quick. So Tom Brady was asked to reports about th- yeah. that he forced Bruce Arians out, and I've been screaming this at the top of my lungs. There's no no Tom Brady and Bruce love each other and 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 Brady said quote zero whatsoever unquote and Florio just put out last June Brady said that ninety percent of what I say is probably not what I'm thinking dude let it go he's back on my list uh we started the show and he had dropped yeah he was not number Florio one. is now back on my list ah uh, oh uh, because he doesn't our- know what the hell he's talking about. Uh, even though he's an attorney on this on this particular issue i think i have a little bit more insight than he does given the fact that i've done two books with bruce uh, i've gotten to know tom and i know for a fact that they don't have a strained relationship there are other reasons why bruce arians retired it has nothing to do with uh tom and and that for whatever reason florio just won't let this thing go and, yeah. it, and it drives me nuts because because he's got such a loud he's got such a big microphone yeah. he's got 1.7 Twitter followers and he's just spewing inaccurate information. Uh, Chris, we need we need to All get right. Lars a dirty martini and a plate full of Archibalds, don't you think? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Martinis and Archibalds. I've never done that yeah. before, but I will do it again, and it will be at his house. Chris Walsh from Bama Central is our guest. He's going to continue through the show. We're going to take a break, and when we get back, we're going to get, I don't know, help me title this. Is it Hate Thursday? <laughs> yeah. Uh, enemy Thursday? Uh, I'll come, we'll come up with something what, during what's your, the break. What's your guy in the NFL that, that you just railed on a minute ago? Florio. We'll just call it Florio Thursday. No, <laughs> that's too hard to we say. We need some alliteration. We'll, we'll figure it out. Okay, we will. Uh, you're listening to Jay Barker Show. Jay's taking a couple of days off, but uh, we'll all be right back. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Roll Tide, the best sports talk, period. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Partially sunny, a few spots could see a shower or a thunderstorm this afternoon or early tonight. The high today, 88, the low tonight, 63. Tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds with a few showers likely, maybe a strong thunderstorm, the high at 89. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 78 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Since I uh, have chosen this Thursday to be very transparent, I'm not a karaoke person. I've done it one time in my life. This is the song. Can we do it right now? No, 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 no. Let's, I was, let's uh, do it. Uh, whiskey being the operative word in that song and the reason that I did it. All right, uh, Lars, somebody you've interviewed, somebody that you just they 
just ripped you the wrong way that you can tell us. Well, I got live on the yeah, day I, know, I, I got yelled at by Barry Bonds. Uh, I mean, it's a long story. And then, but, and then uh, was he it got, Dusty he, Baker? Yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. Oh. oh, you just oh man, you gave throw your lead. I'm sorry. Yeah, you did. You did. I'm in the penalty box. No, uh, yeah. So I go and uh, Dusty Baker at the time was the manager of the Giants, San Francisco Giants, and we're sitting in his office and uh, you know having a nice nice chat and uh just in the middle middle of it he just uh without <laughs> without saying anything just sort of uh i don't know he makes some room on his chair and he lets one loose and a long one and then uh, he just keeps talking like a stiletto yeah he, yeah he did not he, he didn't even uh it didn't even break his like stream of thought or anything he just kept going and then he did it like three three more times while you're interviewing. Yeah, it, it was incredibly disrespectful, but I kind of, like, respected the guy for just, you know, being open about it. I don't know, Chris, worst interview of your career. Oh, I got to think about that one for a while. Um, well, we, yeah, we can I carry gotta, it over because I love this topic. Barry Bonds didn't want. go well for me either, by the way, so... Um, yeah, I, I, there's a, right up there. I, I'm hardly solo in that. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, think of somebody else, and we'll pick it up on the on the other side of the hour. Is that all right? Chris, you going to hang around with us? Yeah. Awesome. Uh, because Joe Gaither, who's uh, end-all, be-all with Tide 100.9, brought up a great topic concerning amateur athletics. Or athletes, do do we have them anymore? I mean, has NIL actually just changed that? I mean, how could you call Bryce Young an amateur? I don't know. It's a good topic for next hour. You're listening to the Jay Barker Show. Hi, this is Wes McClooney, owner of the New Balance Birmingham store. Achieving your personal best often comes down to how you feel. And when it comes to the right shoes, nothing feels better than New Balance. The fit specialist at the New Balance Birmingham store conduct an in-depth analysis of your foot size, shape, and gait, determining the best New Balance shoes for you. Experience the difference of custom fit today at the New Balance Birmingham store on Highway 280 next to Chick-fil-A. New Balance Birmingham. Your feet will thank you. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option. High-intensity focused ultrasound or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for high food treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. I'm excited to tell you about our newest sponsor here on the Jay Barker Radio Network. They pioneered the Chicken Finger Box and the Chicken Finger Restaurant. That's Guthrie's. Guthrie's recipes and processes are often imitated but never duplicated. Look, their sauce is probably the most copied sauce of all sauces all time. And I've known this family since my days down at Tuscaloosa. And they came over, and man, I tell you, it's nostalgic even today to see my kids going to that same Guthrie's. And great family, do so much for the community, but more importantly, provide the best when it comes to chicken fingers. Get out to Guthrie's today. 
I want to tell you about my good friends at Southern Assurance Group. Hi, it's Jay Barker, and look, Ken Needham has done a terrific job. Local company, 205-980-1505 is their number. That's 980-1505. Again, local, you can speak with the same team every time you give them a call. Full line of products from Auto Home, Boat Life. You'll trust them. They have a great uh, deal as far as the relationships they build with their customers and 20 years with the same company and industry. Custom approach for your insurance needs. Give them a call, 980-1505. That is Southern Assurance Group. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Whether it's for lunch or dinner, head out to the Cajun Steamers, a New Orleans-style joint that serves authentic Cajun and Creole food, cold beer, and great drinks. They are known for their wide array of Cajun classics and original creations prepared in an authentic fashion. This Louisiana kitchen can have you slapping the table for more. Stop by the Cajun Steamer and sign up for your Alabama, LSU, or Auburn fan card. Eat with the Cajun Steamer while your team is on TV and use your fan card to receive a 15% discount on your entire meal. With locations in Hoover, Trustful, Huntsville, and Franklin, Tennessee, they've got you covered. Head out today to the Cajun Steamer. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There he is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan.letter C, letter O. Birmingham's best Mexican restaurant for over 20 years and counting. That's La Paz Restaurant in Crestline Village and Mount Laurel. They've got a great staff. Its delicious menu, award-winning cheese dip, and margaritas and vibrant atmosphere have helped to make La Paz a local favorite. Blue corn nachos, Texas barbecue quesadillas, steak and blue quesadillas, Baja fish tacos, signature fajitas, and much, much more. So head over to La Paz today if you want a great lunch or a great dinner. and You'll find all that at La Paz, Crestline, and Mount Laurel for lunch or dinner. WTUG HD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Who you are is more important than what you do. The only way that you're going to have any kind of success in your life, you have to buy into a process of what it takes to reach a goal. How can I be the best I can be at what I do? How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life, and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, but without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. You have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in? You're tired or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should? I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult if you're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you got beat on the last play, that can't affect the next play. That's breaking you. Your frustration is breaking you. What does it take to break you? We should help others. We should serve other people all the time. 
You cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you to live. Go live a good life. Be a good father. Help other people. Accomplish something of significance. Make a difference. That would be my message to everybody here. Make a difference and help everybody's spirit in a positive way. God bless you and roll tight. Jay Barker led the Crimson Tide to a national championship in 1992, winner of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and a finalist for the Heisman Trophy, voted the SEC Player of the Year and was drafted by the Green Bay Packers, also seeing time with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. He is the winningest quarterback in Alabama history, 35-2-1, member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Jay Barker brings that same championship quality and football expertise to his own radio network and show. Joining him is Lars Anderson, New York Times best-selling author, 20-year veteran of Sports Illustrated, and professor at the University of Alabama. Live from the AVX Studios in Birmingham, Alabama, The Jay Barker Show. As just mentioned, Jay Barker show. Jay's taking a couple of days off. Lars Anderson, Matt Coulter, Chris Walsh, our excellent intern. What are we going to nickname? I mean, it, and it can't be flattering, by the way. Alex Bauman is in the studio with us as well. Uh, we've been since yesterday was the National Friendship Day. We're doing the exact opposite today, and we've taken it down. Players, and coaches that just absolutely got on our very last nerve. I'm going to pick that up with Chris Walsh, but. Just some other topics I'm going to read to you uh, at the top of the hour here. PGA has suspended 17 players. Uh, go to LIV. Uh, don't go to the PGA. Uh, Lars Anderson lost almost as much money as Phil Mickelson in his gambling <laughs> last night on the Boston Golden State game. You, I, I'll tell you one thing. You text back and forth. Uh, he said, Golden State owns the third quarter. Well, guess what? They did. But they lost. They did not. They, uh, what do you call it? Uh, there was foreclosure in the fourth. Yeah, quarter. I mean they they stormed back from what a sixteen point deficit or uh, sixteen eighteen points somewhere in there because uh, Steph Curry was just incredible in the third quarter, and um, they actually had a, a a lead, a one point lead, and the ball, and then everything just fell apart for them. And uh, I, I think nationally the, the story right now uh, of this series is uh, Draymond Green. Uh, he did not play good in game one, played great in game two, which was a win, uh, sort of toughness, grit. And, uh, and last night, I mean, the, the guy was just uh, absent, absent, uh, had more turnovers and points. Uh, just uh, was not a uh, presence defensively, and they need him because Boston is uh, they're 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 taller, they're stronger, they're faster, they're more athletic, sort of player by player, and uh, on the defensive end, Golden State absolutely needs Draymond, and it's it's tough because he's going against guys that are like. They got four or five inches on him. You know, he's he's six seven. He's a he's a legit. He's six 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 seven, right in that area. And he's he's going against guys again that uh, that 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 have uh, length on him. 
but um, you know, he in, in so many ways, he is the engine that powers that team. And when that engine is sputtering, the whole team sputters. They have to have him to get everything going. And uh, it, it was just like he, he wasn't there mentally last night. I, I don't know. It, it just uh, is uh, it, it's confounding to uh, to sort of track him. You know, he's a future Hall of Famer. And, uh, and, and you know, he's he's been a part of uh, multiple championships and, uh, he was late round, uh, late first round draft pick uh, that uh, out of Michigan State, and at Michigan State he he wasn't anything spectacular, you know. But but he has become a great great NBA player. It's just not show. He's not showing it so far in in the finals. And uh, to me, he is the the most important player in the finals. And if uh, if Boston wins tomorrow night, this thing's over. They're, uh, they'll be up 3-1, and uh, there, there's no way that Golden State is going to win three straight games against uh, this Boston team. Uh, and, uh, man, uh, Matt, uh, it's, it's Boston's defense that is really carrying the day here. And uh, it's been it's, – it's, it's a fascinating series, uh, unfortunately, uh, for, for those of us who like Golden State. Uh, the, the Warriors just have not played well in games one and three. But, hey, this is uh, – I think this is a slugfest. I think I, I honestly think it's going to go seven games. I still like Golden State in seven, but they got to win tomorrow night. If you'd asked me two weeks ago or if you'd told me that Boston was going to be up 2-1 – and have the fourth game at home. I said, I'm sorry. Can I have some of that? Yeah. Uh, hey, Chris, do you have a dog in this hunt? I don't. I don't really have a dog in it. No, my bad. I, I'm sorry. Um, I don't really have a dog in this one. I mean, I went to school in New England, so I kind of like the Celtics a little bit. But I, you know, I, I, I enjoy watching the Warriors. So I, mostly, I just want a good series. Chris, uh, you're from the area, uh, the, the the upper Northeast, and uh, Boston fans. You know, I, I mentioned it earlier that last night they really went after Draymond Green, and and Draymond, he's a talker, right? And uh, he's a big boy; he can take it. But man, uh, just the uh, sort of fu chance, uh, I, I thought a little over the top, uh, just. In in, in 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 talking to a few of my friends who were uh, who were in the garden last night uh, covering it, they just said that it, it was the, it was so loud it was almost disorienting. But uh, just your your uh, sort of relationship, your thoughts on on the Boston fans and the and the Boston Garden. Yeah, you know it's it's um, there's. There's kind of different sides to, to Boston, and, and you know it's a great place to be around if you're in college because there are so many schools and so many students. And granted, I mean I was out in um, University of New Hampshire, so I was um, out in the burbs, if you will, for, from the city. But um, you know the the blue collar element can can you know it can get a little grating at, at, at sometimes and. This is kind of this is a good example. I think that this is too far. I mean, this is the NBA Finals. 
you know, you need to show a little class. If, if And, um, you know, it's fun. You know, Yankees, Red Sox, it's fun. You know, it, they're so so different, and the cities are so different. And, um, you know, there's just so many great aspects of, of, of that rivalry. But uh, it's... It's just I'm just not a fan of, of when we get into the into this kind of stuff. And um, I mean, I've been around some great robberies, and and I've seen some some real, you know, we really hate that team. You know, to kind of get back into our theme, it was kind of funny. Like when I worked in Arizona, with Tucson hates Phoenix, Phoenix hates L.A., everybody hates L.A. You know, so um, <laughs> it's just it's just kind of the way that it is. Um, you know, whichever is the big, the next big city up, that's the one that you that you are that you root against. So, um, but yeah, come on, it's NBA Finals, um, national TV, kids are watching, show a little class. Never figured that out. Have you ever yelled no. like like that? Curse? Well, no, most times no. we're in the press box, and if you did that, you would be escorted. Out. Yeah, but nor have I ever felt compelled to Even curse at somebody who's playing a game. It's a game. Back to the uh, enemy Thursday. Dose of reality yeah, here. Really. Well, how, how about just show some class? You know, uh, act your age. Oh. And you know, everybody in that building paid a good amount of money to be there. And I don't want to sit next to a guy yelling "blank you." Especially if I've got my 11-year-old grandson. I mean, what? I have to admit, I have never sat in the stands for the Iron Bowl. I did one time, and I had more fun. Now, well, no, I did as a student. I feel like there's a healthy respect for each other in Alabama versus Auburn. I agree. Chris, do you? I There's a lot of hate there, but I don't see it. Coming to but that the thing type is, like, of language, we like, or... like you know, Alabama fans, Auburn fans, they go to church together, they marry each other, they are. It, it, there's a commingling. There, you know, it's in. Uh, we we live together. Oh. Chris, do you well, see that? Because you're a. I mean, that to me is what what makes it the greatest rivalry in in college sports is because they're both it, it's it's in state. You know, it's because they are so close together. It's. You know, I get people, uh, you know, all the time, like, oh, it's Michigan and Ohio State. No, it's not, because you're in two different states. You know, it's there's a line where it's crossed, and it's like once you cross that line, geographically, you're you're it's it's different territory. In 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 this state, no, it's it's 365 days a year, it never ends. It's 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 completely nonstop, and it's it goes it's it's part of it's part of people's families. You know. And um, to me, that that's just the it, it, it's a completely different animal. And, hey, that, and that's one reason why Bama Central is so good is, is because, well, one, you're running it, but two, <laughs> you you don't necessarily how to say this. You didn't go to Alabama. You didn't grow up here. Neither did I. Right. And I always feel right. like, hey, I, I don't have a dog in the fight. It doesn't matter to me who really wins. Yeah, Alabama, they do uh, send me some money each month because I teach there. But that doesn't – I mean, I, I try to still be as uh, objective as possible. But, uh, you know, I, when I first arrived in the state, Chris, 
I knew that, that I knew, of course, knew about the Iron Bowl when I moved here uh, from New York in 2004. And I firmly believe that the Nebraska-Oklahoma rivalry was going to be the, there. Nothing would ever top it. And man, was I wrong. <laughs> when I, I could not believe the obsession. It's like, man, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's the day before the Super Bowl. What's everybody talking about? Recruiting. <laughs> Good Lord. And, uh, I mean, at first, I, I honestly, I loved Iron the like, in 2004, 2005, when I was not really covering college football that much. I loved Iron Bowl weekend because on Saturdays, that means I could play any golf course in the state. Uh, that's, that's like the, that's like the uh, post I saw the other day. Wanted to thank Garth Brooks because they could go see Top Gun Maverick. Without yeah. standing in line. Yeah, that's good. Um, but Chris, when you when you moved here for the first time, did did you have an understanding of uh, the, the the magnitude of the rivalry? Uh, I, I certainly didn't. And but now I, I I'm with you. It, it's the it's the best rivalry in all of college sports, if not all of American sports. Yeah, a little bit. Um, you know, and I I dealt with some pretty big rivalries before, but it. I had worked eight years in Florida, so I did. I at least had an inkling, if you will. You know, like it, it's like okay, I know it's big going in. Let's find out how big it is, and then you get here and you see it, and it's like, hmm, okay. You know, um, <laughs> you have people poisoning trees, you know, and jugs like that. It's just like <laughs> holy cow, um, which no, never, never do that kind of thing. Come on, it's it's just. Whatever. And, and look, I mean, it's, it's, I, being someone who doesn't have a dog in the fight, yeah, I kind of, I look at some, some things and just kind of like, I really, you know, um, but, you know, that's okay. I personally, I think it, 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 I think it's very healthy for a journalist not to have that direct tie, if you will. Um, yeah. I and, mean, hey, and, to, hey, Chris, that, that is such a great point. I bet, uh, of the of the guys who cover Alabama day in and day out, probably eighty percent went to Alabama. And, <laughs> I don't know. It seems to me a little, close. little bit uh, of a conflict there. But hopefully, and, and most of, I think most do uh, sort of suspend their allegiance to the school and, and and look at things with clear eyes. Do you agree? Yeah, for the, you know, it, it's as best they can. I mean, every once in a while. Uh, like with our guys, I kind of nudge them a little bit like, hey, that's a story, you know, and, and they're like, OK, um, but that that's kind of par for the course. It's it's because, uh, it, you know, the people that we have are very, very professional. And um, just sometimes you're so wrapped up in what you're doing, you know, you kind of need that somebody to just kind of just nudge you a little bit. And, and I need it as well. And it has nothing to do with where I'm from and and, and so forth. Um but that's that's one of the things I really really love about our staff is that we uh, we we try to have it as a team atmosphere for lack of a better description. And I mean, if someone's got a problem, someone you know someone else is there to help out and pick them up. And we have that every single day. And all the newspapers are worked at. Um, you know, I, we really didn't kind of have that attitude uh, very much. So it's something I'm really proud of. That means everything in the work environment where you feel like uh, you're almost a part of a an extended family. Yeah, it's yeah, rare. To culti- it's hard to cultivate that. That's 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 really good to hear.
I found that most of my colleagues that did go to Alabama step back. You know, uh, they don't lean. There are some that do, and there are some that went to Auburn that do in a big way. But I've always answered everybody, saying, how can you do that? How do you say, I went to the University of Alabama. I got a journalism degree. I know how to separate. I had I, I had uh, media ethics with Lars Anderson. <laughs> you did talk to my ethics class. Yes. Last, and so is Chris. Chris, uh, last semester, both of you guys. It was like back-to-back weeks. I, I just got to sit back and chill, and you guys just went on and on. It was I, awesome. I, I, Chris, have you gotten your check? I think Lars bought me a beer. Um, he just happened to see me walking down the hallway and almost tackled me and dragged me into his room. So, <laughs> is that really? A yeah, he was. Right. He wasn't even scheduled to speak. No, I, I just, I grabbed him. I was like, "Dude, here's my class. We're just starting." <laughs> I didn't know that part of the story. Yeah. Uh, we got a lot to go on, and when we come back, we need to pay tribute to a former Alabama All American. We'll do that and a lot more. You're listening to. The Jay Barker Show. Jay's off a couple of days, but you're going to have to put up with us. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Roll Tide, the best sports talk, period. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Partially sunny, a few spots could see a shower or a thunderstorm this afternoon or early tonight. The high today, 88, the low tonight, 63. Tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds with a few showers likely, maybe a strong thunderstorm, the high at 89. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 81 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Joan Jett, uh, right? No. Crimson and Clover by Tommy James and Shondell. So Didn't Joan Jett play this as well? Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, she did, yes. Okay, yes. I got... Uh, she ruined <laughs> This is the original. It's the only one. Some songs just can't be duplicated. All right. Uh, enough of that. Uh, on a serious note, I saw this last night, actually when I was watching uh, Golden State in Boston, that... Uh, All-American nose tackle Robert Stewart has passed away at the age of 55, and I'm reading this directly off the Bama Central article that was written by Chris Walsh's own Joey Blackwell. Um, I was fortunate enough to have covered him and interviewed him, and he played under uh, Perkins, Curry, and Stallings, I think. And he, they all put him in different positions, and he excelled at every one. Uh, but he is uh, a member of that long line of really good nose tackles at the University of Alabama. But since it's right there on Bama Central, Chris, I might let you just pick it up from here and talk a little bit about what Joey wrote. Oh, I don't have the story in front of me, so it'd be much better for you to go ahead. Yeah. (laughs) Well, 
and, and that's really not fair on my part because uh, you have quite a few talented writers, and to expect you to read everything that they do, everything and everything they post and everything they write is unfair, and I apologize for that. But uh, he was a terrific athlete at six feet, 308 pounds. And, and that's uh, – you remember uh, Cody, Mount Cody? Yeah, Terrence kick? Cody. Uh, those tackles of that generation started to have really good feet. And Robert Stewart had great feet, and as a result of that, he had an incredible quickness. Gosh, he's but, only 55. Yeah, and um, cause That's of death. scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. A lot scarier for me, but yeah. uh, and I'm please, I'm not being I'm not being flippant about this, but uh I did have a chance to interview him over his years and I just remember he was one of those so humble and so nice that you almost had to go, "Hey Robert, give me give me, give me a little enthusiasm." He, and but that was the way he was raised. He was a young, humble guy and um we are certainly sorrow Sorrowful uh, at his passing. All right. Since you uh, declared this hate Thursday, Matt, um, let's talk about the PGA Tour and Phil Mickelson. Okay. So earlier this morning, the PGA Tour announced that they were suspending the 17 players who are competing in this uh, inaugural uh, Live Golf International Series event in, in London. And uh, they will not be allowed to play in PGA-sanctioned events. And, um, and so that, 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 those 17, I won't go through the whole list, but some of the big names are, are Sergio Garcia, Dustin Johnson, Graham McDowell, Mickelson, Kevin Na, uh, Louis Oosthuizen, Ian Poulter, Charles Swartzel, and Lee Westwood. I mean, that, that is some top flight talent right there, uh, that will not be, uh, playing in PGA sanctioned events. Now, however, it does mean that uh, they can play in any major other than the PGA Championship, which, let's face it, of the four majors, that is sort of the least, uh, what, grand? or the, the It's number four. It's number four out of the four. And I was thinking about this, too. Like, if, uh, if this somehow keeps all these guys away from Augusta playing in the Masters, you know what? Tiger Woods very well may win, like, three oh, more majors. Wow. What a, what a <laughs> Thought. This yeah. this could have the ripple effect of uh, of Tiger winning some more because uh, a lot of the top guys are, are are following the money and playing for the the live tour, but Phil Mickelson in, in the ultimate uh, sort of middle finger uh, that he's thrusting that in the face of the PGA Tour and of Augusta, so he is wearing an uh, <laughs> Augusta. He's wearing. Uh, a jacket today, a sort of a, of a vest that has the Augusta National logo on it, but he took a black marker and <laughs> and just uh, scribbled it out. But you can still sort of faintly see it. And uh, what message he's trying to send, I- I'm not sure. Uh, but uh, it, it's uh, it's crazy. It's it, it's crazy that it it's sort of gotten this way. Um, and, uh, I, I think what he, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I think Phil helped create this league and, uh, there's just a, a lot of weird stuff going on right now in the world of golf. A lot of weird stuff. And, and, and it reminds me, this is uh, going back to a motor motorsports 
Remember the uh, the split between IRL and uh, IndyCar. Oh yeah, back the, in but he was the yeah, Indian and, guy. and that, you know, yeah. and you know what that did to open wheel racing in the United States? It ruined it. It ruined it. It ruined it. it the Indy so, 500 is still special, but the rest of yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't even name three races, uh, and I covered it for 15 years. I don't even know what they're doing now, but um, yeah, so. All these PGA Tour events, when you have these no-name guys winning or content, who are in contention, you look at the leaderboard on Sunday, and as a casual fan, you don't see one name that you recognize. What's that going to do? It's going to force you, or not force you, it will compel you to change the channel because you don't care. That's a great point because uh, if you're going to try and search for somebody that's going to benefit from this, it's the 61st player in the world. Yeah. He stays, plays in the PGA, and instead of finishing 31st, he finishes 11. Hey, Chris, I, I'd be interested, uh, before we go to our bottom of the hour pause here, um, what, do you, what do you think about all this? Well, you know, it's funny because even when you read the, the list of names, I'm trying to think when, when was the last time any of those guys were actually near the top of a leaderboard on the PGA Tour? Maybe one or two, but... Um, you know, Phil definitely passes prime. You know, some of those other guys, they aren't winning like they used to. So I don't think it's going to have as much of an impact in that respect as, as you would, you would think or believe, you know, because it's the guys who are now really doing well on the tour. They're all same foot. Um, and I can understand why a lot of them are kind of just kind of ducking their heads right now. And, and staying out of it as much as they can makes total sense to me. Um, so it's going to be kind of interesting to see how this goes. Um, obviously, they got a ton of money back in them, but, um, you know, they got, it's, it's going to be tough if they're really going to take out the PGA. Chris Walsh from Bama Central is our guest. Lars Anderson, Matt Coulter, Alex Ballin, our intern, is in the house as well. Jay's taking a couple of days off. Real quick as we go to break. Uh, as close as you could possibly be to a modern-day Arnold Palmer, I think that Phil Mickelson wore that hat and did so proudly. But uh, this whole deal, um, I'm doing a U-turn on him. And on, what have we called it now, Enemy Thursday? Hate Thursday. Hate Thursday. Uh, I'm not liking this at all. It's not a good look for Phil Mickelson. With a country that pulls for him, mostly... Every time he's topped the leaderboard, they pull for Phil Mickelson. Yeah. They're not going to be pulling for him anymore. I mean, am I wrong? Am no. I wrong or am I wrong? You're not wrong. You're not wrong. All right. Uh, in the one in the one major that he'll play in, which will be no, actually no, he can play in three. He can play in three. He can play in the uh, U.S. Open, the, the Open, um, yeah, British Open. They don't care. And the Masters. Yep. Yeah. All right, when we come back, Alex Bauman is going to bring us our uh, interesting story of the day. Chris Walsh continues with Bama Central on the Jay Barker Show. You're listening to the Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option, high-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. 
men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for high food treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHEALTH.com. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continued training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating, nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic and wellness. I called 205-909-7373 and scheduled an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at WilfordChiropracticAndWellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. Balance your brain. Balance your life. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205 716 Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson Recliner dealer in the country, and Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds built by Siebel's and made up with some of their best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to Siebel'sCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at Siebel'sCottage.com. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's C. Letter O.
back on the Jay Barker Show. Jay's taking a couple of days off. Lars Anderson is in studio at AVX. And uh, joining us from Tuscaloosa is Chris Walsh from Bama Central. Get online and get informed. That should be your new slogan. Uh, also with us is Alex Bauman. And I, I'm, I'm going to just do this over the air. Uh, Chris, you're a good guy and you love to pay it forward. I'm going to send Alex down. He's a broadcast student at UAB. I'm going to send him your way uh, and let him watch what you do uh, with SI. Okay? So now that I've said it on the air and over stream, you can't say no. Yeah, it must be so. Yeah. It's, it's, it's got to go. But uh, anyway, he comes up with a story or two that might be uh, beneath the fold, so to speak. What have you got today? Uh, yesterday, a uh, new movie came out on Netflix called Hustle. Uh, some of the people in this include Adam Sandler, Queen Latifah, uh, Robert Duvall, and then the star of it, uh, Juancho Hernan Gomez, is actually a professional basketball player, but he, he's acting in this film as like the main uh, player in it, a fictional version of somebody not himself. Um, Adam Sandler plays uh, Sandy Sugarman, who is a scout for the Sixers, your favorite team, Matt. Absolutely. Uh, it follows the story of him uh, discovering... Uh, the player Juan Hernan Gomez plays, and their story from finding him to the NBA draft. Normally, when you hear Adam Sandler's involved in a movie, you think it's going to be the same character doing the same thing over and over and over again. Is this a serious film? It is. If you've seen Uncut Gems, it's uh, that kind of tone. Just can't see Adam Sandler in a role like that. But uh, Lars, are you hooked up to Netflix? Oh, uh, I forgot. You don't even have cable. Yeah. I know. It's it's really <laughs> pathetic. Um, just, well, actually, it's not because it shows you don't have enough time in your life to sit around and watch Two and a Half Men for the fifth time. <laughs> I've been um, to do. I, I, I've always liked Adam Sandler. I know he's been in some horrible movies, but, um, you know, I go back to his Saturday Night Live days, and uh, I'll be interested to see this. I mean, what, what, are you, Alex, do you want to see it? I already saw it. Oh, okay. Oh, so how was it? Oh, well, okay. give, it, give us your well, how many give us, boxes of popcorn you, you, on the, you, on you the buried, five. You buried the lead. Jeez. And by the way, does anybody know anymore what below the fold means? Uh, <laughs> it means it's you, not important. Alex, it was, it, yeah, you, Alex has no uh, idea. It um, means uh, that it's not that important of a story because when you used to get your newspaper, it was folded in half, and the uh, sort of secondary stories were below the fold. Have you ever read a newspaper? I've seen them. You have. A, have you ever? Smart. Have you ever held a newspaper? I have. What did it feel like? <laughs> oh, it's, it's really not touchable in many ways. But well, the, the thing is, when when New York was sort of uh, when I was there, uh, in the the Daily News, New York Post, and Wash or uh, uh, New York Times. It was like a uh, uh, interactive experience because you'd have so much ink on your hands yeah. by by the time you're With done your reading it, and, uh, and and the more highbrow the paper, the less ink you would get on your fingers. <laughs> so if you're reading the Times, you're not going to have much uh, ink. But uh, if you're reading the Wash or the, uh, the New York Post, your hands will just be smothered in black. Uh, all right, Chris, have you heard about this movie, and will you make an effort to see it? Uh, I have not heard about it, but I'm also kind of oblivious to that kind of thing right now because I've got a four-year-old and a one-year-old. So uh, I'm in that little hole where 
if there's something good coming out, I will find out about it in about two years from now. Yeah, no. Hey, hey, guess Chris, what? That doesn't change for another 15 years. I have not been to a movie since I had my first child. And uh, so it's been uh, coming up on eight years that uh, I have not been to a to a legit movie. And, uh, having him, and, and it, it, I, I hate it because you need, if you're a writer, you need to stay current with culture. And, and uh, if you want to, you know, make uh, appropriate uh, uh, references, but yeah, Chris, I, I feel your pain. You and I both waited a little bit longer in, in our lives to start a family, and uh, I can, I know what it's like. I know what it's like. Well, and uh, I believe it or not, I kind of started late too. I, my first child, I think, when I was twenty nine. I'm just so, exhausted well, just uh, hearing Chris say that. <laughs> here's here's how yeah. bad I am, though, I, and this this goes back. I mean. Um, when I covered Major League Baseball, I, I kept, you know, it, I had a game every single night. And my friends kept talking about this show that they were watching on TV called Seinfeld. I've never seen Seinfeld. <laughs> That's like somebody not seeing Bull Durham. I mean, well, I've seen that. I've, seen, I've, seen, seen. I've seen every Seinfeld probably 15 times. I saw the second episode, first season, second episode the other day. And parts of it I don't remember, and it was funny all. Which over. one was it? Jeez, uh, now uh, it was suspicion. Uh, That's okay. I can't remember no exactly deal. what it was, uh, even though I just watched it a day ago. This is uh, you Chris, know part of this is well, you I, and Lars need to understand. This is something you have to look forward to after raising your children. Uh, yeah, your mind just gets totally blown. All right. Um, Larry David, by the way, is by far and away the funniest man in the United States. Like Larry David was the the brains behind Seinfeld, along camera. with along with Jerry Seinfeld. And what I loved about Jerry Seinfeld in in Seinfeld is that he was confident enough in himself in himself to give the best lines to George Cassandra, George Cassandra, Jason Alexander, and uh, and and uh, Julia uh, uh, Dreyfus. She's I mean, cool. you, you look. Uh, you ever hear that? What was that? That she's kind of a, you know what? No, I've spent a little bit of time with her. She's no. great. She used to take people's parking places outside and didn't care whose <laughs> name was on it. Uh, I don't know. Walked around. Uh, she was really good friends with, uh, never mind. This is, this is not important. <laughs> Although, Alex, good topic. I have uh, a story when we get back from the other side of this break. Uh... That I had to read two or three times to believe. Uh, this is beyond bizarre. Seriously. This is the best tease I can possibly offer. Because I don't think you're going to believe it either. Uh, that story is coming up. You're listening to the Jay Barker Show. Uh, we are being presented by Top Golf. Go down. Did you and uh, Lincoln go just like the other day? Yeah. Uh, yes, we did. Enjoy and, yourself? Um, my uh, uh, Farah got sick. So uh, uh, and she she uh, she ralphed all over me, <laughs> so we had to cut our time short. Oh, uh, I took the whole crew there, all three of them, and uh, it, it's like you know, really tough to to contain three kids under the age of six and a half. Um, I haven't quite been there, but I've seen it, and I understand what you're going through. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, this very bizarre story is coming your way. You're listening to the Jay Barker Show, Lars Anderson. Chris Walsh from Bama Central is with us, and uh, Alex is in the studio as well. 
back with this incredible story in a moment. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Partially sunny, a few spots could see a shower or a thunderstorm this afternoon or early tonight. The high today, 88, the low tonight, 63. Tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds with a few showers likely, maybe a strong thunderstorm, the high at 89. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 81 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Barker Show, Matt Coulter, Lars Anderson, Chris Wall, Alex Bauman is in the house as well. We get ready to wrap up the second hour here. This story just uh, boggled my mind. Walmart has pulled a brand of coconut milk, Chawaka, out of Thailand because there are claims that the Thailand-based company is forcing monkeys and abusing them to pick the coconuts. They are taken from their mothers at a very young age, then chained and forced to pick coconuts. I mean, this is going past sweatshops, isn't it? Monkey shops? So are you saying you you agree with this or you disagree? Well, first of all, when you read this thing in its entirety... There's a huge red flag. Do monkeys have souls, Matt? Absolutely they do. Okay. They also have opposable thumbs. <laughs> Did you know that? What is that from? Uh, what movie? Opposable uh, thumbs. Oh, it's from uh, uh, Meet the Parents. Oh. But then you read the article and you realize that it's all stirred up by PETA. And you go, okay. Can you really believe this? But no, they, they claim that Many monkeys are illegally abducted from their families when they're just babies. They're fitted with rigid metal collars and kept chained or tethered for extended periods. They are denied the freedom to move around, socialize with others, or do anything else that's important to them. Well, that's a good quote. These intelligent animals slowly lose their minds. Driven to desperation, they pace and circle endlessly on the barren, trash-strown patches of dirt which they're chained. Good for Walmart. Yeah. Uh, Chris, this this has gone over like a coconut in a bag of stew <laughs> yeah. here. Uh, I, I really was kind of amazed by this story, but perhaps I'm the only one. So I, I hate this story on Thursday. <laughs> Worst story. Uh, here's, a, here's a good and, one. And here, by the way, on if you go to AL.com, that's where I found the story. There's a picture of big basket of coconuts and there are monkeys on both sides but they don't look abused to me chris worst story you've ever written uh for me it was my very (laughs) first byline in sports illustrated it's about a female uh referee uh trying to make her way to the nba and i just uh did a horrible job with it an editor basically had to rewrite the whole thing 
And uh, because I, as a young writer, I was trying to hit a home run with every metaphor, every simile, and use these big words to show that everybody how smart I was. And it was an epic disaster. Uh, and I, I showed it to my dad before, uh, actually after it was published. <laughs> my dad was a straight shooter. And he's like, Dad, it's my first story in Sports Illustrated. What do you think? He said, it's terribly average. I'll never forget Ooh. that. Uh, no, that made me believe, like, well, oh, I need uh, – hey, I, it, it was great, though. It was the best thing that happened to me because I realized I need to really work on my craft here. And that's the beautiful thing about writing is that uh, I feel like even today at my advanced age, I get better every single day. I mean, you know, you just – you keep working, you keep working. And I, I don't think a writer necessarily hits their peak until they're, you know, 70s. But Chris, yeah, your worst story that you've written. Oh boy, um, I have yet to write it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. What a good answer, Matt. Uh, worst broadcast moment you've uh, ever had. Oh golly, we don't have enough time. I, I hate watching myself and listening to myself. It, it, it was a real chore when they would the consultants would bring you in. They say you need to do this, you need that. By the way, you're not wearing enough eyeliner. Well, biggest faux pas you've made on air? Uh, uh, Anything stick out? I don't know. My you, next one? Can I yeah, I mean, yeah. Obviously, you haven't been traumatized the way that that story traumatized me. Well, but you me. built on it forever. Oh, I will tell you, the first time I ever appeared on television, I did one of those cable shows, seriously, where they show the cameras focused on a fish tank. Yeah, and you play little gospel songs in between. I pitted so bad. <laughs> I was wearing a light blue shirt that just absolutely screamed, "I'm pitting," and it went almost down to my navel. <laughs> it was it was so wow. horrible. I was so nervous, and there were quite a few people who said, "Well, you go ahead and follow your father. Be an engineer because <laughs> uh, you ain't getting it here." And when I read my first newscast, I did not ring. I did not read one single sentence without a mistake it was just a comedy of errors and the owner of the radio station said well you have a very nice voice <laughs> that was all she could say chris uh before we get out of here tell us about bama central again uh bama central your sports illustrated home for all things crimson tide and we've got an exclusive interview with the new gymnastics coach on our front page today Plus, we're doing a series on 22 questions for the 2022 season that you should check out. And real quick, um, I don't care what anyone's political affiliation is. I want to encourage everyone to watch the hearing tonight because that's history, folks. And uh, yeah. you want to see it. Yeah, I, I love the fact that it's taking place in prime time. And there's really no other big uh, sporting events or anything on television tonight. Yeah, check out the hearings on uh, what transpired at the Capitol on January 6th. And it wasn't just a quote-unquote dust-up Jack Rio. Jack Del Rio. Here we go. Oh, hey, thanks for joining us on... Um, insurrection. Um, okay. Now I'm hating again. <laughs> All right. Uh, have a great day. Thanks, Chris. We'll see you. Thanks, guys. Hi, this is Wes McLoon.